Hello everyone, and welcome to the Landromat, the podcast dedicated to compliance professionals. This episode is brought to you by Dotfile, the modern operating system for compliance teams. Dotfile helps you verify your individual or business customers anywhere in the world in less than 10 seconds. In each episode, we will welcome a different guest and discover his background, missions, crazier stories, and much more. Today, we received Camelia Gardon, a business-oriented lawyer with two decades of experience in advising international clients for large projects, strategic partnerships, M&A, and ethics and compliance matters. Currently working at Airbus Defense and Space, she is skilled in supporting complex contract negotiations, coordinating expert teams, and interacting with management stakeholders. Hello, Camelia. And thank you for accepting my invitation. Hi, Baptiste. Uh, delighted to be your guest. Thank you. Uh, you really make me feel like a star. Although, I, um, if I'm allowed uh, a bit of humor, I'm not a person of special interest in the compliance sense of the term. So as I really appreciate your podcast, a uh, reason more to feel really honored for being uh, one of your guests. I'm honored to have you and uh, today you're a star. So let's jump in. Could you please tell us what you are up to at Airbus Defense and Space? Sure. Uh, I'm senior compliance partner at Airbus Defense and Space uh, in charge of all uh, ethics um, and compliance matters for the Connected Intelligence Program line. So um, uh, as such, uh, I'm also a member uh, of the executive um, uh, committee, extended executive committee, uh, supporting uh, the senior management uh, to give a strong tone from the top uh, and ensuring that our compliance program is steady, not only by design, but also uh, by implementation. So by way of, um, of, of scope, uh, discovers uh, both the support to our commercial uh, campaigns and also the compliance risk management for the 34 subsidiaries falling into this program line scope. <clears throat> Broadly speaking, I'm managing a very large uh, array of uh, compliance processes requiring constant uh, interaction with other functions uh, and multiple uh, business stakeholders. That must be a, a lot of work. And before taking these responsibilities, you were senior legal counsel MA at Airbus. And I'm wondering what were your main missions back then? True. Thank you for bringing me back in time. <laughs> uh, it was more than two years ago uh, when I closed this um, six year MA chapter. Full, of course, of enriching uh, experience um, and maybe the most formative pages of, of my in-house career, as you said, spanning over uh, almost two decades. Uh, so as m and um, I acted as a true uh, partner to the business for strategic uh, external growth uh, projects, uh, restructurings, uh, business divestment, shared disposals, acquisition, uh, carve-out uh, uh, of non-core uh, assets, uh, private equity investments and partnerships. By working cross-functionally and uh, in a very international uh, environment, I developed this good understanding of complex uh, context of various legal disciplines and the strong business um, acumen. So I consider this as key uh, skills uh, for any in-house counsel 
who wants to make a difference and place the legal at the forefront of the business strategy and possibly take up one day a general counsel position. Why not? Fingers crossed. That must be uh, very interesting and uh, also quite different from what you are doing uh, at the moment. How did you prepare for this significant change in terms of scope? Uh, yeah, how did I end up in compliance? Uh, uh, certainly, uh, it was not a clear cut, but rather a smooth transition. Um, I wouldn't say that this change came up out of the blue, as actually in the last years of uh, my M&A role, I had started uh, witnessing the tremendous rise of compliance risk in relation to the M&A deals. Uh, and I could work around those issues within the scope of my role back then. So I can say that I could see it coming and clearly I realized that this is not going to get away and would become an ever increasing challenge. Um, and that's, I, I resolved to deep dive into those M&A compliance aspects, so which naturally helped me make the leap uh, and enable uh, this career move. That makes sense. And how do you like it? Do you like it now? I I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, I can I can imagine. And I, I'm wondering. Uh, I know that you have like a solid background uh, as a lawyer and working in compliance now. Is it still useful to you? Definitely yes. Uh, I have a legal backbone, uh, if I may say so, and and this kind of expertise and and mindset. Um, are are key assets for a compliance officer. Uh, of course, they are not sufficient, uh, as I also know good compliance officers who have no legal background. But beyond this uh, legalistic approach, uh, compliance, I think, requires more, a combined set of skills and, and a global fine uh, understanding of uh, the economics of, uh, of transactions, the financial flows, an ability to accurately and, and often quickly evaluate the leeway between the business objectives and, and the regulatory constraints. Uh, and not only because uh, it now goes uh, along with the ESG expansion, in particular, into the ethics realm, which I think should be the next frontier. Okay, yeah, you know, I, I'm not very knowledgeable on ethics. This is not a, a topic I, I had to manage myself. And uh, I, I'm wondering, what are your main projects? at the moment, uh, long-term and also short-term? Um, yeah, I mean, Airbus projects mainly, uh, which are quite um, exciting. Uh, they drive the future of the aerospace and defense industry, along with the ESG challenge. But um, I would say that besides uh, my daily job, which is quite absorbing, I have some other things that keep me busy, not necessarily up at night, but uh, quite active during my free time and, and weekends, of course, linked with, uh, with my professional development, networking. Uh, for example, I'm quite proud to share that, uh, that I've been accepting, uh, accepted for a program at the Harvard Business School uh, starting in June this year uh, and focusing on leaderships, ethics, and corporate accountability. I believe that this is really a subject, um, not only dear to my heart, but um, a subject that would become more and more relevant uh, for the compliance function, as I was saying. Uh, so, um, of course, I, I, I try to stay abreast of compliance practice uh, evolutions and, and trends. And um, also, for example, I'll be speaking at the International uh, Anti-Corruption and Fraud Forum 
um, that will happen uh, later on this year in Amsterdam and particularly about uh, how a compliance function should be agile and anti-fragile uh, to suit today's uh, uncertainty. Wow, you're, you're very active and it must take a, a lot of time. And during your, your, your work, what, what is your, your main project or are you working like on a specific project at the moment at Airbus? I'm working on many projects. <laughs> within this, uh, uh, this uh, complex program line, if, if I may say, but um, yeah, those projects are, are generally quite uh, sensitive, so I will not be able to, to share much about that uh, uh, this time. Oh yeah, no, I, I understand. Sorry for asking, but uh, something I can ask is, uh, are you working by yourself or do you have a team uh, at Airbus? Yeah, uh, I would say a small team uh, and a larger um, network of, of ECR that uh, we work uh, closely uh, with. I'm, I'm not alone. <laughs> and uh, may I ask what, what is their, their background? The background is very diverse uh, because, um, you know, as I said, we mostly lawyers, but not only uh, coming from, from, from finance, from uh, other function. Uh, and that um, makes it a very effective team and very diverse team. This is really an asset uh, for us. Okay, that, sound, that sounds great. Another question for you. you. You're my first guest working at a, at a big operation. And uh, I'm wondering, how did you uh, end up there? Was it by choice or more by opportunity? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I have a, an attorney qualification and that's a surprise. It's not uh, <laughs> I always on my, on my LinkedIn profile. So I started in the law firm uh, and stayed for roughly two years in 2000, after which I, I've been for a three-year period generalist lawyer. And, and head of legal uh, for an aviation company, which was shortly bought by a large French engineering group, Edges. Uh, so I also know how middle business uh, works. Afterwards, joining a large uh, company like Airbus was, was rather an opportunity uh, that I think I, I, I seized at the right time. And staying with for 15 years almost uh, was definitely a choice because uh, it offered me uh, unique chance to evolve in-house and take uh, on various roles for different uh, lines of business. In short, never boring uh, and reassuring uh, to, to echo the point that I mentioned earlier about today's uncertainty. Yeah, I'm sure that you're, you, you must have to deal with a lot of diverse topics and very, very high uh, importance uh, projects for sure. Indeed. And speaking of that, what is the, the biggest challenge or maybe difficult decision you have faced in your career so far? I don't have a really uh, crispy story, but um, uh, back in uh, 2014, <clears throat> I had the chance to complete an internal mobility program at one uh, of uh, the other subsidiaries in the United States, uh, California. Uh, so it was uh, both uh, a life-changing and, and mind-opening experience as I really felt, instantly felt at home. So I was really and seriously tempted to pursue my career in the U.S., but uh, ultimately for good reasons. 
uh, including family ones. I decided not to do so and 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 return to France. Uh, so at that moment, uh, I was really torn apart. Uh, I was torn between the head and the heart, as as we say. But looking backwards, I think I've made the right choice. Uh, two years later, by the way, that entity was sold out to an external buyer. And I was the lawyer in charge of supporting the deal. Do you still have the opportunity to, to go to the U.S. for the for your job? Not in my current job. Uh, I did uh, in the previous role, M&A role, but not uh, now. Although uh, I have in the parameter of uh, connected intelligence entity some U.S. Uh, subsidiaries. As you know, after COVID, uh, our ways of working change and we are very well operate uh, remotely. Yeah, yeah, of course, it changed uh, a lot of things. Hopefully, the opportunity will come again at some point. Cross fingers. So I also saw uh, on LinkedIn that you wrote several papers and they were published in the International In-House Consult Journal. What topics uh, do you like to cover for such uh, articles and how do you, what is your writing process? Uh, right. Uh, I've been writing for this journal uh, every year since 2017. Um, why? Uh, because I like to take a step back uh, from the business day to day uh, and reflect on topics uh, that I've been dealing with with a twofold intention, draw some lesson learned out of it and share it with peers and also um, uh, equally figure out what trends uh, or development turns uh, we should be up for, for our function or in a specific area. It has nothing to do with the fictional creative flow, but it's rather a reflexive exercise. Uh, the food for thought being uh, offered to me by by practical daily issues, uh, regulatory landscape. What makes my original, if I may say, hallmark are often uh, interesting parallels that uh, I like drawing between uh, serious legal concepts uh, and more fun uh, reference like books, uh, films, uh, cultural reference that marked me. And, and finally, I, I love the intellectual challenges, and I think that uh, we are well served uh, for compliance. So if we look at uh, what lies ahead of us, I would be probably keep inspired for uh, for many years to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no doubt about this. And uh, how long does it take you to write an article in general? Uh, it depends. Uh, it, it it really depends on the uh, on the topic and uh, the last one uh, written with my colleague and 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 and, and friend uh, Isabelle Roust uh, was quicker <laughs> than before because there were so many news, uh, you know, um, up uh, that uh, we did it quite uh, quickly. Okay, I uh, I will definitely uh, have a read. Thank uh, you. No, it would be my my pleasure. And uh, this is my last question. You have an amazing career, and I wonder if you have advice to give to, uh, to young professionals, especially women uh, aspiring to work in, in compliance. Yeah, it's a good transition uh, with the previous point uh, about the future of compliance, which is continuously uh, transforming. Not sure to have the moral authority to advise anyone, but I I, I would say that uh, first 
continuously learning new ideas, uh, thinking out of the box, a pinch of curiosity have personally helped me expand my mind and my career. Also, the way you look at challenge, which are constant in today's business, uh, sets the success uh, odds. So a uh, solution-oriented mindset and the courage to stand out for your ideas are, are, are key. And um, I would say talking about women, women uh, role models uh, particularly, I would say that um, yeah, a few years ago, I had the chance to discover a book about the life and legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know if you if you know that lady. It was a, he was a, she was sorry the second woman to serve uh, as justice at the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah, very very inspiring uh, woman, and she she did like a, I, I don't know it very well uh, legacy, but I know she she made some some, some laws and uh, yeah with big impact. Do, do you have maybe an example to give? Yeah, fighting for the for the women rights in the US, US and, and, and the book I, I was referring to is called uh, In My Own uh, Words. So in her own words and, and mine, dare to express yourself and also dissent. Uh, so her key words were, I dissent, if you believe it's the right thing to do. Yeah, uh, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, we'll add it to my uh, books to read. Thank you very much for all of these insights, Camelia. Uh, I had a great time. I hope you did too. And let's stay in touch. Yes, I did. And thank you for having me. It was really a great uh, opportunity to open up and exchange uh, around all these questions and what it is for me uh, to be a woman in compliance. Thank you, Baptiste. It's my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.